Welcome to the Wicked Awesome Podcast. This is your host, Matt. And today I have Stout on with me as well. And going into the show, we're not sure what we're going to talk about, but I'm sure we'll talk about something and a few things and then some more. Stout, how are you, bud? I'm doing good. Hello, everyone. Um, uh, I was just discussing a little bit with Matt, the weather up there. You guys are having quite a winter. I, you had a, a low freezing temperatures quite a bit, I guess. So uh, that's never fun. Well, it goes from extremes, man. It goes from like, uh, you know, single digits to like 40 or 50. And then it rains. And then it, we get all kinds of mud. Roads become impassable. And then it freezes all that freezes again all those tire ruts and everything else oh that sucks especially this time of year if you have to go through that it's one thing in march or april but it sucks this time of year it totally completely completely utterly does and uh, wednesday of this week is uh gonna be 60 degrees here up in maine oh my god 60 degrees it is crazy 60 degrees and sun even then friday's forecast looks like 18 degrees for a high great so So you so you all have to go out and get the the sun on wednesday and just soak it up as much as you can soak it up hard Hard. 60 degrees is like you might as well get your bikini out (sighs) oh yeah yeah that happens at 40 yeah, yeah. Yes, I know. You know what's funny? So I don't mind as much because when I come up, right, Matt, I'm, I'm, I left, right. So when I come up, everything's beautiful. I'm like, it's thirty, it's wonderful. But um, gorgeous, man. That the acclimation thing happens pretty fast. So if I go up and I'm in the fall, like I am, like September, October, November, mm-hmm. when those twenty degree days hit, and then it's fifteen, then it's ten. 10, You go outside. It's that's where your face feels like it's gonna crack when you open the door. Oh yeah. Like, zero all of a sudden it goes back to 34 and you're like it's a beautiful day (laughs) it's it's freaking gorgeous man i mean we had it it's like a couple weeks ago it was so cold for a couple days then one day it got up to 25 sunny and no wind man that felt like a heat wave that's beautiful everyone was out when we were kids i think you know i always walked to the bus stop it was always a long walk and everything and i feel like when we were kids, the biggest thing that got me when we were kids is that when that shit got gray and it just stayed gray yep. day in, day out, a couple mm-hmm. of months of gray. And after a while, you're just like, and I'm a weather guy. I don't mind different weathers, but mm-hmm. I remember being up there, it'd be cold and you leave for school, it'd be gray. You'd be sitting in the classroom daydreaming like I did and looked out the window, it'd be gray and you'd go home and be gray. And after a while, you're just like, you yeah, just gray. You'd show up in the house and you'd make the Jiffy muffins. Remember the? Oh yeah, man! I have Jiffy muffin batter in my cupboard for corn <laughs> muffins. It makes <laughs> good cornbread, man. Yeah, we used to make the blueberry. We'd get everything. Yeah, freaking a, we did. <laughs> yeah, man, awesome stuff, right? Yeah, you're right about it just being gray. It just turns this color, and that color is gray and it stays that way sometimes till may <laughs> oh my goodness look at you though that's, <laughs> like, that's like when you're watching a movie if you if you had to describe it for people who are listening to this and they're not used to that environment 
if they're in the tropics or the south or whatever the south gets gray now and again but it's very it doesn't stay mm-hmm. until may um but it's uh gray, man. sometimes you get that if you watch a movie a wintry movie and they put that filter on the camera and the whole damn movie is just wintry even if it's a love story it's like they got that filter on the camera to make it look like if you can picture that's what it's like in maine when it just decides it's gonna go gray for two months yeah it's not it's not fun we make the best of it but it gets depressing people get depressed and all that fun stuff yeah you slam your foot in the door for entertainment just to feel the pain of the world you know there's something to be said for that there's something to be said for that i uh i can see that point of or that type of action being worthy if you will i was having a hard time uh, talking there for a second one of my friend uh do you get a, like a lot of memes from your friends that are 50s, whatever, in their 50s uh, about how old you are? It's like uh, rounding third is sending me all kinds of them. It's uh, I don't. But I feel like when I do talk to my friends these days, uh, the few of them I have left, uh, I feel like they do bring up I'm so old. Like, exactly. well, I'm old. And I've talked to three people this week that's from our friends or whatever. And they're like, yeah, I'm getting older. I've spit it out too. It's like you cross that 50 barrier. And now all of a sudden you go, well, I'm old now and I can't put up with stuff kind of deal. <laughs> well, it is. And then it's just like back in my day stories. That's a, these are the best. Like back in our day, everything was freaking perfect. Lovey dubby. We didn't make mistakes. We were just good kids. Yeah, we do. Have we were, now, we were so polite, and the teachers never said anything bad about us. Oh my God, that's not me. You know that <laughs> I battled my whole way through school just because I was a dink. Um, you know, but but I think, but you're right though, Matt. But we do, we are, we have uh, earned our back in the day. We do have a back in the day now. The '80s is so distant to these kids, like you know just a generation behind us. Now there's almost two generations behind us. You know, when you kind of consider it and you go, the generation behind us doesn't know anything about cassettes or the eighties or, and when you just bring some up, you're like, remember when the Fonz used to do it? And they're like, who? And you're oh, like the Fonz, man, just the, the coolest dude. Yeah. It's like, Chris and I are like two Fonzies here. Right. And yes. Fonzies cool. We were the coolest through school. Everybody was like, remember, hey, Matt Littlefield and Chris Stout are like fawns. Oh, there's cool. That's just what they said about us. Well, here's a (laughs) meme of a sign right here. Don't mess with me. I'm a wooden spoon, lead paint, no car seat, no bike helmet, pickup bed riding, garden hose drinking survivor. Yes, we did all those things and survived it. It doesn't make us freaking heroes. No, it makes we us in front. We weren't like climbing out of trenches over in uh, Germany. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's not like I those thing is hardcore, dude. We could have got really sick from that shit. Oh yeah, wicked. <laughs> Probably did a few times even. Yeah. <laughs> Trichinosis and shit. I look at hoses now. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe we. Oh, uh, yeah. Them. We probably freaking had tapeworm and all that other, uh, whatever, you name it, botulism. We were, we probably had all of it. All of it. The yeah. good news is we were in Maine and there was a deep, cold wells and I, that would clean anything out. I think if you were in the South and you're a kid, I don't think these fuckers drink out of hoses down here because you will get ringworm on your tongue. 
I don't know if that's ringworm on your tongue. Yeah, you, you'll get <laughs> you'll yeah. get something. Yeah, and I I don't think I've ever had ringworm, but I know I don't want it on my tongue. I know I don't I want it, before. but I know I really don't want it on my tongue. If you take a hose that just sits with water in it, and you run it on your arm, you will get ringworm down here because it just begets that bacteria, and uh, you'll get the tinea, and it looks like somebody burned you with a cigar. Wow, wow, and I yeah, that's not a good look. That's not it's a good look. You gotta, yeah. you can't yeah. cover it. People want to cover it, and they want to put something on it. You have to put an antifungal on it, and you have to leave it in the air. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, then it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. Do not get ringworm, kids. Do not get ringworm. Just go. If you're going to be a young kid and get anything like that, just have your mean dad just burn you with cigars. Yeah, exactly. They just boy. don't drink out of garden hoses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> especially in Florida. <laughs> I wouldn't even drink tap water in Florida. Everything down here freaks you out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, walk, like, everything can kill you. Like, I swear, like, you see a bug on the ground, you're like, that's potential death. And they, and like snakes and like weeds and everything's tropical. It protects itself. And you'll brush up against like a palm. Look at this beautiful palm. And then you're like, the next week, you're like, fucking palm because it almost kills you. you yeah. Know? I wouldn't drink. I mean, if I was going to buy bottled water in Florida, I'd make sure it was like bottled elsewhere like new jersey i'd look at the you way do you look oh, for the yeah. springs exactly yeah poland springs yeah, yeah. Pack, that's good water <laughs> oh yes uh, freaking awesome my generation never had babysitters our parents just told us to lock the door and don't open it for nobody wow that sounds pretty sad i mean i don't I, think my parents did that to me <laughs> I think, but you. But that one thing is for sure, Matt. You and I could roam the roads of Waldo County. The door was never locked. We weren't told to lock it. We were just told, if you can, be home by dark. We would roam. Remember yeah. riding your bike and you'd ride all over Waldo County. Oh like, yeah, and then like you, you know? said, come back at the end of the day. Yep, yep, absolutely. And we had dinner at the table and we watched the news. Yeah. And you know. I had to be in bed at nine because I had to get up at four thirty in the morning to milk the cows. Yep, milk them fucking cows, others. Did you? Why are all of our thighs like tremendous, like huge thighs to this day because of riding bikes on those hills? Like I'm going to ride my bike to hilltop. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I get my my thighs are wicked huge. Yes, yes, yeah. All right, what else do we got here? I get these. Ryan Third sends me all these things. He said, "Oh, you know those uh, like black pots that they almost look like porcelain and they're speckled. That you know maybe Grandma cooked a ham or a boiled dinner or something in. Uh, maybe corn on the cob. I can't. I'm doing the my big, best. The huge ones, the giant stock pots. Yeah, the giant stock pots. They're kind of thin, like metal material. It's ceramic. It's like a, yeah. I remember them being blue with the speckles of a ceramic coating. Yeah, like so you're not You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So raise your hand if your granny had one of these. And I'm like, I, yeah, my granny did. My mom did. Yeah. Black iron, black iron pans, too. Yeah, cast iron pans. You got to have a cast iron pan in any kitchen. That's a lost art. I don't think the kids are going for that. But you know what, Matt? I have inherited a bunch of those cast old cast iron pans in my house. And there is nothing like them, especially if you know how to clean them, 
um, season them and use them. If you put a giant cast iron pan in an oven at 400 degrees for a little while, some olive oil in there, then you add your chicken to it. Mm-hmm. Then you put it in there and it roasts so friggin' fast and so even. Oh, so good. Exactly. Good way to cook a hamburger, too, in those cast iron pans. And if you know what you're doing, you can scramble some really good eggs. Yes. and But they're maintenance. You know, they're you have they're to stay on them. That's not for just throwing in the sink. You do that, you'd get your hair pulled out. Exactly. Um, here's another picture of a 1970s high school parking lot. And it has all kinds of late 1970s model cars, which I don't know the names of. And it, the meme says, uh, not a car show, late 70s high school parking lot. Yeah, of course, we had all those cars in the late 80s. Uh, uh, because We had all of our parents' hand-me-downs and stuff. So Exactly, exactly. So we didn't grow up in a rich area, really. We, we no, it's still not a rich area. It's pretty freaking poor. Yeah, it's yeah. probably, it's always, it's, it, it's not as poor as it used to be, but it's poor. I mean, you know, every, you know, generationally, nothing's poor as it used to be. I'm surprised that our economy isn't tanking right now just because the kids don't want to work. Um, the McDonald's sign down the road has been out there forever. Matt out front ticks me off a little bit. $15 an hour. You take the um, hash brown, you mm-hmm. dip it, a thing goes beep, beep, beep. You pull it out, $15 an hour, and they're not filling the void. They're not going, nobody's going to work. Well, it's, yeah, it's one of those things. What's keeping people home? They just don't want to. I think it's the kids got a taste of, oh, the, before that, they didn't want to get out there and go get it. But then the pandemic hit and then there was an excuse for everybody. They saw their parents stay home. I mean, you know what I mean? Even if their parents are working from a computer, I think it's that whole I've got my cell phone. I didn't have to go to school for nine months in the first year of it. And I just feel like there, maybe there's no initiative, but every other generation is motivated differently, right? Well, we're motivated differently. It's like kids haven't changed. What we expect out of them has, you know, we're certainly more protective of our kids. And you and I had to work at a very young age. Most 12 or 13 year olds uh, do not have part time jobs during the summer. I'm not even saying uh, they should, but we all did. And it's later and later that kids do even get those part time jobs. Sometimes as late, sometimes as old as 16 or so, 16 or 17. Sorry. Right. Did you work after school too? I worked, I raced my job after school to the store. Uh, not a little bit, not a lot, not a lot, a little bit my senior year. I mean, I had like odd jobs here or there and always work during the summer. My senior year, I did have a part-time job. Yeah. Because we wanted to go places and do things. I think it was our parents told us you got to pay for your own gas and all that. So you're motivated by up by us. It's 20 minutes to your friend's house. That's right. You know, your closest friends, like he lives 20 minutes away. The rest of them, town is 40 minutes away. So if you want to drive, you had to have gas. And we used to think $5, putting five bucks worth of gas in was expensive. And you didn't want to run your car. And the frigging gas was like a dollar. It was like 80 cents. <laughs> yeah, it was like 89. It fluctuated between like 89 cents and 99 cents. But I remember it just staying at 89 cents a gallon for a long time we certainly didn't have these huge fluctuations in prices that we see on uh, a weekly basis now it's ridiculous and i remember complaining and i was also told you're not getting you know we're not buying shoes and clothes and all that we're not getting you school clothes so you work all summer and that's how i got my stuff and my stuff wasn't fancy but but if you had a little money you could meet up with your friends 
and in the yeah. country, maybe you could go to Ray's restaurant and have a burger. Or there something. you go. Hey, my stuff was fancy, by the way. My shit was <laughs> my my shit was fine. Well, was my, like clothes. my clothes. Yeah. Now I. That's what I work for, though. Gas money and school clothes. Yeah. I have a lot of Robin Phil's clothes. Oh, did you really? Yeah, yeah Robin and Phil. I would get buckets of their clothes. And their clothes were like cool. Like they were wore out for them. But to me, yeah. it was like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. It's like I wear, I mean, most of my life I have worn secondhand clothing, and uh, including now. I think that was like my junior, senior year in high school. Maybe all of high school were the years that I. Didn't really wear hand-me-downs because it wasn't cool. Yeah. I think I did. But I think my sister, Patty, and I went down to Jersey between sophomore and junior or junior and uh, senior. And she took me shopping to the mall and bought me a bunch of like stuff that I wasn't used to wearing. And then I was wearing it for a little while in the beginning of the year. And all I got was, you know, poked fun at because I wasn't that guy. They were like nice clothes collar shirts nice pants and yeah. people were just like what the hell and then i just got over it i was like i'm going back to jeans and t-shirts because that's who i am yeah jeans and t-shirts man yeah 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 you can't go wrong with jeans and t-shirts of course my attire for the last 20 plus years or so has been jeans t-shirt and a flannel over it because i like to go with either i'm like uh, i always like the grunge era of uh, styles you know with grunge yeah. music became uh, came the flannel shirts and whatever I'm like wow that's cool so i started to wear them and i'm like not only are these cool they're actually kind of comfy so to this day i wear them and uh, part of me thinks of grunge while i wear them uh, while i wear them and i also think of a loud mire loud louder milk louder milk on amazon you know how he dresses he dresses kind yeah. of schleppy yeah, that's a great show. It is a great show, but I always think, eh, probably look like him, kind of schleppy. Uh, flannel shirts, t-shirt, jeans. I love that guy. He's such schleppy. a smart ass. He's a, such a smart ass. Like, is that is that slated for another season? It is, right? I believe it is. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I put on the face thing in t- Twitter uh, a few days ago. I'd like to do a show on best TV shows you're not watching. Uh, I saw that. Yeah, they do that. Yeah, and people actually are doing really well naming shows, but in my mind, uh, Louder Milk is one of those shows. Like, not many people know about Louder Milk on Amazon Prime. Uh, it's a very good TV show. What's the actor's name? Um, oh gosh, it's right on. It's not Kyle. It's right on the tip of my tongue too. He was, a guy he, was, was, he, was a, he was office space. He was an office space. What's that actor's name? If we had live listeners, there'd be people would be chiming in. Right. And now people listening to the downloaded episode are going uh, shouting out this guy. Yeah, name. they can't chime in. Oh, here we go. We'll get our phones out. Now I'm going to start throwing out names and they're going to be the wrong Burr, ones. Burr. <laughs> Burr, Burr. You remember that? I think that it was Ron Silverton. I think it was Jonathan Silverman or donald sutherland <laughs> do you remember the the commercial where the guy at the radio station asked for the name of the who shot the blah 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 and the guy stuffed his mouth full of food right before and he's trying to say aaron burr and he's like yeah Aaron. oh yeah that was a tv and that was a commercial they, they that was like a peanut butter com- or a milk commercial yes. and he's yeah. on the phone he's going 
Uh, Nobody knows what the hell we're talking about. I'm like, sorry, Carla, we just can't understand. <laughs> okay. Like, okay, I, louder milk. <laughs> Brian Regan is in that as well. Brian Regan's character is so weird. He's so creepy. Actually, I like, I'm not a big Brian Regan guy, uh, but I like him in that role. I love Brian Regan. He's just so funny in that show, too, because he's like, Every time he's in the group meetings, he's like, what? He looks around like, uh, what? I'm the only one? Like, he's so odd. Yeah. Oh, I got. I think I was close. I may have, No, I don't think I did. I, I said Ron Silverman. It's not Ron Silverman. It's not John Silverman, whatever the hell I said. So all of you listening to this right now who have been shouting at your car radio. Aaron Burr. Aaron <laughs> Burr. <laughs> okay the actor's name is ron livingston livingston siegel no ron livingston <laughs> uh, yep. that's right ron livingston and uh brian regan cracks me up because he does he puts a little his input from his comedy in there where he goes uh i'm no uh scientist but you know he starts with that he goes exactly. shouldn't, uh, shouldn't it be <laughs> he always starts out something he looks around the group he's like i'm no uh scientist <laughs> i'm no scientist he's like is the shaft <laughs> remember that one part he's like wouldn't yeah. you have to work the shaft <laughs> but i'm totally gonna all right i'm gonna end the podcast and watch fucking louder <laughs> i love that show i i think what was it two seasons so far, I'm caught. Is up. it two or four? I feel like there may be four. Maybe it's four. Maybe I didn't see that another one came out. Yeah, that's now somebody's listening to this going, it's three. It's three. <laughs> I, think, I feel like some of these places don't advertise that a new season is coming or they split them up weird now. And like I'm watching a show where it's like season four, part one seven episodes oh, and we'll yeah. release part two later seven episodes and i'm like that's ozark know, that's ozark yes. that's what they're, they're doing, doing. Yeah. and they're doing that trend of uh we're not going to release another season for a year and a half and yeah. even bill, bill burr has a show and he does that it's like when's the next one coming bill oh that show's ended that's done which that one the uh, f is for family f is, is for fam- yeah yeah, they planned on that being the last season, oh, which in a way is probably good because with a lot of sh- shows can get exhausting, exhaustive of material after a while. So why not just end it on a high note, three, four seasons, call it good. I yeah. mean, I, I think a Lost, Lost, which started off as such a great TV series, and I didn't even finish the last uh, season. And I, and I really, I mean, I remember not being able to i couldn't wait for the last season to come out and it was just terrible Bad. terrible yeah they overdid it right they went too far they they did and it's just and then in the end it's just the most stupid reason why the show even existed in the first place because they had died or in, were in purgatory or some shit Who oh hell? i didn't even i don't know much about that show i guess something i should start one day but um i just happened to go back into one that i started the other day and i felt like when i watched it the first time i probably only saw a few episodes i thought i didn't even get through one but i must have been like falling asleep and half falling asleep through a bunch of them so i started it again the other day and blasted right through all of them blasted and it's high. funny well it's funny that i just started watching it again because friday uh last no, two days ago, was the second season started. So it's kind of cool that I just happened to do that. 
but the thing came out last year or something. It was called that Space Force. Oh, is it? That's Space the Steve Carell one. Yeah, it's friggin' funny. Yeah, it's I, just too much. I haven't seen that. So they are coming out with another season of that. You it said? just started Friday, and I just, I just finished. Started. Okay. Yeah, and I think I finished Wednesday. I was like, oh, that's it. And then it, at the end, it said new season Friday. I was like, oh, okay, well that works. Yeah, I haven't watched an episode. The reviews were mixed on it, and I just didn't watch it based on uh, that and that alone. I I should. I mean, I'm an office. I love The Office. I, mean, I think you're in or you're out with this. Steve Carell is definitely not what's his face in the office. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But when you watch it, it's motivated by some of the world events. And it's, yeah, he's direct opposite. He's like a general in it. So he's like real gruff, mm-hmm. every, structured, you know, he even talks like that. Gruff, structured. <laughs> but there's intelligent humor in it. You have to get through the first episode. I'll tell you that. Because okay. you're going to be like, uh, I don't know about this. So if you can fight through a couple of episodes, get to know the characters but uh malkovich is in it and he's just funny as he's john malkovich is good in everything oh my god he's so funny in this he's so funny in a malkovich way he's so dry right just delivery is so slow there's a thing where they make fun of him where a guy's in the background going like this when he starts to talk just like malkovich does the guy goes (laughs) 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 behind malkovich it's funny as shit uh, that is funny, man. All right. Uh, I'm trying to think what I've been watching. Uh, what have I been watching? Oh, I've been watching Peacemaker. I like Peacemaker. Oh, I love that show, man. Oh, you I can't watch it too. Yeah. That. Yeah, I can't fun. believe you're watching that. I would never have thought you were watching that. Oh, yeah, man. Love that show. Yeah, that show is hilarious. It is. <laughs> hilarious. I, I didn't expect. I, I thought it would be kind of a chuckle here and there, but then. No, it's just an outright comedy, man. It's freaking beautiful. I, I knew it. what they were going to do. If you watched The Suicide Squad, not yeah, Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. The Suicide Squad. So if you watch that, you knew they were going to go full in with Peacemaker, make it funny. Like, in other words, I feel like it's DC's answer to Deadpool. Oh, oh no question. No question. Right? I've had that Gory, thought as well. Just gory, disgusting murders and humor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The humor... And the humor equate. I mean, it's yeah, it, it's it's us. Uh, it is DC's uh, version of uh, Deadpool, man. And they I both feel work. like that's yeah, yeah. They both work. It's good. It's good stuff. Jeez, I, now I want to stop the podcast and watch Deadpool. Fucking Eagly. Yeah, Eagly. <laughs> Wait, you named your eagle Eagly? Yeah. Damn right. <laughs> damn right. I did. Oh. It's like naming your dog Doggy. That's kind of cool, yeah. actually. No one, no one does that, Doggy. Dougie. Yeah. Hey, you know what I like? I was going to name my dog this and we never did it. D.O.G. D.O.G. Yeah. I know D-O-G. someone that. Uh, uh, yeah, I know someone that's named their dog D.O.G. D.O.G. Yeah. Probably, it's probably the same guy I know up there. What Young guy. It? No, this guy was older than us. And uh, oh, he, okay. he lives actually he lives in Port Lucie, Florida now. Oh, OK. Yeah. Yeah. He and his wife. Um, uh, geez, I had something on the top of my head and it. Oh, yeah. So I'm watching Peacemaker. I watched that movie. I, I've been watching that. Then The Righteous Gemstones. Do you watch that? Isn't that shit funny? You just looked like when you did that, you looked like the fucking. Uh, let me show you something. Let me show you something. <laughs> What's his name? The fucking fire marshal Bill. You did the face. <laughs> did I watch what? Oh, now you're losing my train of thought. What did you ask me? I'm sorry. Oh. Um. Oh, yeah. The Righteous Gemstones. Have you seen that? I have not. 
that's good that's good that's in they have uh, two seasons of that out now that's also an hbo show i highly recommend it righteous gemstones you know what other one i need to probably visit i think i tried it and i wasn't into it but i have to give it a chance uh schitt's creek yep i haven't finished uh i there's like two seasons like the last two seasons i'm on yeah i have not given that a chance and i didn't realize that was levy's kid oh yeah yeah it is yeah it is yeah yeah absolutely yeah that is a good show i should and that's a canadian sitcom canadians just get humor i don't know how what it is about that but canadians just understand what makes people laugh you yeah. should know why when you sit all winter there's nothing better to do what do you want to do the most you uh, want to dr- laugh with your friends exactly exactly that's what the, right right and uh yeah so i've been watching that that was uh the righteous oh ozark been watching ozark you did start it yeah i'm in the last season part one uh right now i think like three episodes in or so so it was one of those things i binge watched i watched the i binge watched the first season when it first came out waited for the second season to come out got an episode in and i'm like i'm not into this for some reason and so i recently went back to to watching it again so i started off at the point where i left off in season two and just basically in a weekend watched almost everything uh and then i got to a point again uh where oh man i just need to watch something to be uplifted to laugh and uh this is really dark i need a break from this for a while so i'll i ha- it so is. it's been a few days since i uh, have watched it but i'll go back to it knowing that there's no huge rush because the last part of the final season isn't going to be coming out as you mentioned, uh, probably for another year and a half. A year, yeah. I don't know. They just play those games. I think it's it's all shot. It's all in the it's all in the can, as they say. Mm-hmm. Um, did you? <clears throat> we happened to watch this thing. I started this thing. It's a true story. They probably took it too many episodes. They could have just done a movie, but uh, Ruthie it plays uh, that Russian German chick in real life. That real life story of the socialite. Yeah. Creating or inventing Anna, it's called. Inventing yeah, that's Anna. on the Netflix. Uh, how many episodes uh, complete that series? You know, I don't know, Matt. It's not that many. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. It's probably ten or under. But yeah, they call they that a limited it. series. Yeah. Yes, they're getting this popular limited series thing now, like seven episodes or whatever. Yeah. And they're each an hour, or on Netflix, I guess they're forty-five minutes or whatever they are, forty minutes. But I feel like it was cool. It was interesting. It was good the the ensemble was good the writing was good Mm -hmm. but then it gets to like okay get to it already all right let's go you know the last three episodes didn't need to be like wrap it up there yeah they were doing peripheral things they're like showing things that was very dramatic they're showing a scene or they got a person in that doesn't make any sense to the story by the end they're just wasting film it was like just get to it you could have done this an hour and a half movie you know that's a good review you just gave a good review of that i like that so when I do the notes for the show and be like, Instout gives his opinion of uh, inventing Annie. Is that what it's inventing called? Anna? Inventing Anna. Don't Anna. call me Annie. It's she, Anna. It's, oh yeah, she was a wicked bit. You know what though? The story it's still worth watching. So I don't want to deter anybody or steer them away from it. It's still those little things at the end. You know, blah blah blah. They could have left them out, but the ensemble and yeah, the little things watch. that kill from uh, that song from bush that's good fucking song right there fucking bush bud yeah go ahead sorry yeah if you do watch it that ruthie the girl who plays ruthie or whatever she can 
act. Like she just pours it on. You know, she watched her elders and learned from Jay Bate and all them guys. But uh, um, she was on Conan or something before I even watched the episode. And they're like, oh, you're this inventing Anna. And Conan says, how did you put that together? Blah, blah, blah. She goes, well, she's from Russia. She moved to Germany and then she spent time in England. So I did this with the accent. And then she forms the accent right for Conan. He's like, oh, my God, you just transformed yourself. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. I just picked up my phone. I was going to Google something. And now I can't remember what I was listening. You walked in a room, turned on the light. Why did I come in here? Right. You ever do that? You go in a room. Why am I in here? Exactly. No, I was going to look something up. You said something that reminded me of. Oh, I know what it was. Okay. Uh, Ruthie, that actress. Who's the actress that plays her? All right. Somebody's shouting at the car radio again. (laughs) 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 She's married to that guy, Foster. Foster to people. She married that guy. Is that right? That you know right. who he is, right? Foster, foster to people. Who's foster to people? It's that uh, all the other kids with the pumped. Oh yeah, kids, that's him. That's him. Run. Yeah, that's foster the people. Yeah, is he real? That really? Yeah. How do you know that? I know weird stuff about music. I know things about pigeons, Lily. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was really good, man. All right, I'm gonna find out this lady's name. Um, that was a Clint Eastwood quote. I know things about pigeons, Lily. <laughs> you don't remember that? He said uh, when it was the line of fire. He's sitting there. With uh, the other I, I never saw that movie. Oh, it was a good movie. And then he's sitting up on these steps, and he says, "You know that that white pigeon down there." <laughs> In his Clint delivery, he goes, it's "Going to fly away before the other gray pigeon." And then it happens, and he goes, "She goes, how do you know that?" He goes, "I know things about pigeons, Lily." <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, that's Clint Eastwood. He's some fun. He's funny, man. He is. Uh, okay, the actress's name that plays Ruth in the Ozark, Ozark is Julia Garner. Garner, yes, that's right. And the movie I'm thinking of that she was in that she did such a good job in and probably should have won an Oscar if she didn't was uh, The Assistant. Uh, if you haven't seen that movie, it's on Hulu, and I would highly recommend that you uh, watch it. Yeah, I think I've seen her <clears throat> recently in some other movie. Oh, really? I can't remember what it was, but she did. A, yes, she played. A, she had a love interest with a young guy in it, and she played. It was. T- she's versatile because she was very opposite Ruthie. It's like even in this Anna thing, she's just not like you can just not see her. her. Yeah, yeah, she's got a good uh, range. I see. So mm-hmm. she'll probably be in a lot of things in the future. Yeah. Then Jason Bateman, who's older than we are, he looks pretty good. And then I was thinking to myself, uh, thinking to myself, he was on Silver Spoons. I mean, he still yeah. looks good. Then you look at Ricky Schroeder, and oh my God, what has happened? It's like if anyone you thought back in the day during the time of Silver Spoons, you would think that Ricky Schroeder would be become the bigger actor director type person and Jason Bateman's actually good at both. Jason showed up in a lot of those young family things where he was the cousin. He was like the cousin in one of them. He was in ties or something. uh, Yep. That could be, he was on little house on the prairie for a while. Yes. And he's the king of the dead eyes. Like he can just go like this. 
he can look right in the camera and just be like, like right. just dead right. eyes. <laughs> then he, yeah, he was in a bunch of stuff that was really, really bad. Then what helped dig him? Uh, what, what helped get him above ground again was uh, Arrested Development. Remember that show? And his writing partner now is, um, oh, God, what's the guy's name? He's a comedian. He was on Saturday Night Live. He's really funny. He's got the Eddie gruff Murphy? voice. No, he's got the <laughs> gruff voice. He's like, oh. um, he just had a show on Netflix, too. That was hilarious. And we watched that already. It was uh, the guy from Saturday Night Live talked like, yeah. Yeah, he's got the gravelly voice. And he. <laughs> he's like, I wish I knew who it was. I mean, um, oh, gosh, I can't remember. Somebody, someone shouting at the car radio again, shouting out the name. Starting? <laughs> oh, they're boogity woogity. All right. Um, who's the Who? who's Jay Bates' partner? Oh, um, what's his name from the murder? I know. I, I'm saying the same thing to Matt. I'm saying the what's his name. Like, I guess we'll just call him what's his name. We'll call him what's his name. Well, what's the movie he was in recently? He just did a, a Netflix show where he has he has celebrities on playing themselves. And they have to solve a murder mystery, a crime, and they don't get a script. So he, they have to play off him, and he has to bend the script. Like, he has partial script. They I have see. to solve a murder, and he's got real celebrities on, and they have no idea what's going on, and they just come up with their own thing. It was pretty funny. So it's kind of part improv. and Yeah. Part, yeah. It's, it's really weird. It's called murder. Mur- murder. Uh, it doesn't matter. Murder. You, you Let's see what I'm just going to type in murder in the old murderville murderville murderville. (laughs) Is that what you said? (laughs) Murderville murderville. I just came to give my regards. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry. Grace is singing. Trace who Atkins. Trace Atkins diet. Trace Atkins right. diet. Is that the Badonkadonk diet? Good Lord. Trace Atkins looks like he's going to die. And I think they've got a casket right up next to him. Holy crap. Is it uh, Will Arnett? Yes, Will Arnett. Yeah. I always forget who Will Arnett's name because I think, who was I talking with? Oh, it was the last show I did with Lasafra uh, and Sandy, uh, Sergeant Williams. We were trying to remember the name of the voice of lego batman and yeah. of course will arnett was also in arrested development we mentioned that earlier he's been in a lot of things i think he's yeah. he's, he's bojack horseman too isn't he uh, yeah i think so him and bateman are partners right like they have offices yeah, together and they're, sure. they're like they bust on each other all the time but like when i think of Will Arnett, it's like th- that whole school of guys like Dak Shepard comes to mind and all those guys because they were all around the same time. Yeah. Yeah. All around the same time. Cool. And uh, try- so what have you been watching? Just those recent things. Uh, I flip around a lot. Like I'm up. I'll stay up a little later sometimes and watch some things. And I just go all over the map. I I go back to a lot of old stuff like Coach. Yeah, is that hold up well? Yeah, it-, it stands up pretty good. It's actually pretty vile. Is it really? Yeah, there's things that would never get away with now, ever. Womanizing and all. You didn't see it as that. It looks comes off kind of friendly, but yeah. even now, it's like the touchy-feely in the show, the grabbing the lady by the arm every time you want to lead her to something stuff happens yeah. a lot. Yeah, it's you can't like- do that anymore. Yeah, we learn. Oh. 
we learn over time what really and truly isn't okay, and we adjust. I mean, I was listening to Mark Marin, one of his podcasts today. The subject being is comedy being canceled, and it's just like you know, it's not being canceled. It's just like uh, as time goes on, you learn how to adjust. He doesn't use the R word anymore after a woman wrote him a letter talking about her disabled uh, brother, I believe. And, you know, it's just once you put a human context to it, it's just like, hey, when you use that word, this is what it made me. It made me feel that you were making fun of my brother. Uh, So it's just we adjust to things over time. I mean, we all used to use jokes like and this is to his point, chicks with dicks or, uh, you know, trainees or whatever nicknames we used to use to get laughs and comedians did as well. And, you know, Hey, when somebody comes up to you, that is in that uh, condition, if you will. And, you know, talks about how offensive that is. You adjust, you just don't say those jokes anymore. I, I have, I'm mixed up feelings about that because I feel like uh, there's different levels of comedians and there's hacks and there's, good comedians hacks there's clean comedians there when you know you're going to see a dirty comedian some of those guys can be the nicest guys on earth with the biggest hearts they've given to charities they've helped their own family some of some people in their families need taken care of like so i feel like it goes too far if you can't give the freedom for art and if people don't think a dirty comedian has his own thing some clean comedians say it's too easy to get a laugh that way so they don't do it but Really dirty comedians like Carlin and Buddy Hackett and everybody who started that, um, Richard Pryor. I feel like there's going to be a point where you have to go, all right, I get what this guy's about. I don't have to listen to him. I don't have to go to a show. for. So I'm not trying to put down the lady for writing a letter, but for the lady to write the letter, she had to seek it out and she had to watch it. So you, you can avoid that shit if you want to. So you can. But at, I mean, that's not the makeup of Mark Maron's show. I mean, Mark Maron talks about a bunch of topics and that just happened to be one right. small part of it. So she could have been a Mark Maron fan and was surprised to hear that. Well, maybe. Yeah. And like you said, like Jezelnik gets away with a lot. and His delivery just makes it OK. Mm-hmm. Like Jezelnik, I think you brought that up. You said watching Anthony Jezelnik is like. He gets away with it because you just can't believe it because his delivery is precise and he makes like he didn't realize he said it or something. He's just, but I don't, I think getting offended, we all have some insecurities and things. And I, I feel like comedians ha- always had the paved trail to say and do whatever they wanted. And it got a laugh, even if it was sick, if it was sick. And it's like, that's the freedom they had. And now when you take that away, some of them feel like their hands are tied. Well, it's, so, you can still say yeah. what you want when it comes down to it, you can say what you want in public, right? You just have to deal with the consequences of the risks you take when you're expressing something that involves a highly sensitive social issue, right? Uh, especially around race, especially when you're talking about women uh, with Jezelnik, you know, it's going to be every joke and you know, that's his purpose. And when you start laughing, feeling like, oh, my God, I shouldn't laugh at that. But it's so freaking funny. You know are like really sick. Like all of a sudden you get oh, yeah. you're going you're going in this direction. And then he takes you by the end. He's got a dead baby in there. And you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh my, it's like, just, yeah, that's just it. That's just it. You're just like, in shock. But I but I do feel like like Bill Burr says it all the time. Bill Burr's like, what are we what am I supposed to stop? 
saying what I'm, I want to say or what I feel like, what do I got to apologize every day? He's like, I got to say something. I got to go out and apologize the next day. I got to work double time. I got to work overtime because mm-hmm. now I'm doing a show tonight. But then the whole day I got to apologize the next day. I'm not getting paid to apologize. So I think Bill Burr has this thing, his stance. He's like, no, I don't care if people are fed, but Bill Burr will roast and say what he feels. He'll roast anybody. He'll he roast, will. I've seen him roast everybody. And that's part of, and that's part of kind of how he gets away with it. Uh, basically, he will talk about any group that feels like they've been marginalized at some point during history. He's not afraid yeah. to talk about all of them. <laughs> and uh, so that's part of it as well. But he knows where the line is. I will say Bill well, Burr seems to know where the line is as well. If you do watch him, certain things he will not bend on. He does not like stupid people and he does not like fat people. And he never bends on that. And he's like, there's just no reason for it. He's like, you, you like in interviews, he goes, people ask me stupid questions all the time. And then I got to just bust them down in their own interview because they're not prepared for me and they never researched me and it's stupid. And then there's other things like fat. If you can stay healthy, then what's the reason for fat people in America? You know, he, so he's not bending on certain things. And I'm like, wow, man, sometimes it can come off harsh. But then again, that's his thing. Now, if he gets to be a fat guy one day, you know, then he's got to eat, eat his words or whatever, but he's like, he's got to take it back. All of a sudden he's going to take it all back. And- yeah. So he better fucking stay in shape. You know what I mean? Like, but right. like there's certain things he just doesn't stand for. And that's his thing. Does he have to say it all the time? Probably not. But, but the stupidity thing, I see him busting everybody. Like he just busted. Um, he went on. Uh, who's the little, little guy. He's always with the rock. Danny DeVito. No, the little the little black guy is always with the rock and everything. Now he stands behind the rock because the rock will just protect him, I guess. I the little know, comedian. Man. I don't. Another comedian. Is it like yeah. uh, Kevin Hart? Yes. Yes. OK. Yes. So Bill Burr goes on his podcast and Kevin Hart right away. is like Bill and Bill is talking. Shit and just and he just gets busted right away. He's like a very good friend of mine. <laughs> and Bill Burr goes, man, you haven't called me since 1993. Stop talking shit. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. Everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, when I was uh, when I came, and there you have it. That was part of a recording Chris and I did over Zoom on one Sunday afternoon in February of 2022. The second part of that recording will be a later episode, and you'll hear a proper conclusion on that one where chris stout says goodbye as well for this time i'll say goodbye for him and i thank him for joining because it's always fun and to the rest of you this is your host mad of the wicked awesome podcast i love you till next time be well